It's the Great Dante Read-Through. It's the Great Dante Read-Through, where we are reading through all of the comic strip, The Adventures of Nikolai Dante. Co-created by Robbie Morrison and Simon Fraser from the weekly science fiction anthology comic, 2000 AD. I'm Simon Fraser. And I'm Edie Nugent, freelance writer and Simon's wife. Join us as we swashbuckle our way through the Russian Empire of the future. Warning, there will be spoilers. We will be talking in depth about these comics, so if you haven't read them yet, listen at your own risk. To join our book club and read along with us, go to shop.2000ad.com to pick up the books in hard copy or digital. Today we're reading the Romanov Dynasty, which is found in Prague's 1042 to 1049. Hi, Simon. Hello, Edie. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm very excited to begin. Really? Oh, yes. Awesome. Uh, so, the Romanov Dynasty. Uh, yeah, so where did we leave, before we jump into this, where did we leave we last left, week? We, we left, left with uh, left. Jenna with her knife at Dante's neck yeah. after they had just defeated the Toxic Twins. Yes, the Romanov Twins. The Romanov Twins. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, now we open... Uh, at the Winter Palace of the Romanov Dynasty. And we have some a little quote here I love. In the year of the Tsar 266, 2666, young men of good breeding should, while pursuing their goals and ambitions with dedication and determination, always ensure that their manners are decorous and praiseworthy. From Etiquette of an Imperial Gentleman, updated edition. So we have a year. Yeah. 2666 that's our first yeah, yeah. that's our first mention of a this year is, this is a thing robbie uses regularly which is this kind of like quotations from journals and articles and um it's it carries through it's how he does his exposition i like it yeah it's funny yes it's sometimes great it's good, quite sarcastic he does, <laughs> good world building yeah he does silly things with it sometimes so this is the czar's uh sorry the romanov winter palace um which i designed in this kind of art deco menacing way to look as threatening as possible and as remote and aloof. It's very it? sharp. Yes, it's very angular. It's very aggressive. Um, it, it gets expanded much later in the story, but at the moment it's a very, very sharp and pointy building to look as mean and forbidding as the Romanov family themselves. Fantastic. Well, right. we open with Dante punching someone. Always yeah. a good start. Always where we start. Uh, and asking, which one of you noble scumbags is my father? So I don't know if this is a quote from like Danielle Steele or Catherine Cookson or somebody <laughs> like that. It, it almost certainly is. Really? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is absolutely not. Nothing is beneath Robbie Morrison. That's really cool, actually. Robbie reads romance novels. No, it just it was one of these things on TV at the time. It was like one of these. Oh, like, like a like a Lifetime movie or something. Yeah, some sort of oh. dumb adaption. I'm into was, it. That was the kind of the tagline. It might have been Jackie Collins. I don't know. One of them. I'm Whatever. so into it. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Um. So he's meeting. Finally, we have the great meeting of the. Uh, Romanovs and Dante. Yes. He's meeting the family. He is. And we, who are we seeing here? The great patriarch. Yeah. Yeah. That's Dmitry Romanov. Um, who we don't, we, we, we've seen him 
in shadow up to this point. It's the first time we've actually seen him do anything. Uh, and behind him or bes beside him are some of his kids. We don't get introduced to them right now. Yeah, they come just, later. They're just That's later. And it's sort of, yeah. It's a rogues gallery. They're just kind of hanging out back there. Yeah. So they have a lot of back and forth where Dante's basically like, give me all the broads and all the titles, yeah. please. Thank you. And uh, Dimitri's like, uh, yeah, no. He's, he's laying on thick. Yeah. yeah you've got you've to be worthy of our blood, bastard. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so then he's interrogating Dante about like, what happened to those twins of mine, those kids of mine? Yeah. And Dante's like, uh, I, IDK, like, I don't know what you're talking, what twins? Shameless lying. <laughs> and then here comes Jenna to be like, of course. excuse me, yeah. but you're full of it. Yes. Um, but of course, this is not really her her venue to be making demands. No, you got to admire the fact that she did. She, she climbed right into the lion's den to do this. Looking fantastic, by the way. In her disheveled glory, yes. She looks um, so good with messed up hair. Hey, listen, it's a thing. Um, <laughs> Is it your uh, thing? It, it's it's a thing for her, that character. She looks great, a little bit scruffed up. Yeah. Um, um, but she's she basically... This is it gives you some idea of her overwhelming entitlement and privilege is that she can mm. walk into this place, which is basically her arch enemy's lair, and um, make these kind of rather bold claims and expect to get away with it. Yes. Well, this is true. And um, she, spoiler alert, does get away with it. Um, but I do love this line from her. The only thing I'm devoting my life to seeing killed is you, Dante. Yes. Um, and he later is calling her uh, a lust-crazed seductress, uh, or that she's chasing him around oh, like a lust-crazed seductress. She suffers from Windsor syndrome. Right. So he's saying she's inbred, uh, right? Windsor syndrome? Sort of is that like the Windsor family? And, power and wealth have driven her mad. Okay. She chases me around like a lust-crazed yeah. seductress. seductress yeah. Right. So he's basically like, you know, I mean, she says she hates me, but like she's always around. Can't keep her hands off me. <laughs> Um, okay, so he finds out that Alexander and Alexandra are dead. She does not drop Dime on Dante, though. She does not she out him know. as the murderer, which no, is she interesting. She, if she, she if she really is devoting her life to seeing him killed, do you think she would have been like, by no, the way... She's devoting her life to killing him herself. She doesn't want anyone else to do it. <laughs> I see. Okay, so she she wants to be the this killer. personal. This I see. intimate. Yeah, because she, she was denied to, his execution right. all those the instrument of his death pages ago. Or something. Or something. Yeah, it's all very heavily foreshadowed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, so uh, then basically uh, Dimitri is like, you know what? I think you should just kill Jenna yeah. to prove your loyalty to our family. And we have this black and white panel here where Dante's just like, mm, no. but she cute. Yeah. I don't. Mm. She's like, I am ready to accept my death. Yeah, she really is very serious yeah. there. That's a nice drawing. I like it. That's good. A here too. They, all of the Jenna here is very sexy and very good. I, I feel like you really got the hang of Jenna here. This, yeah. Think, artistically, I think this whole bit is quite, quite good. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not embarrassed by it. There's a problem with like some of the early stuff. I'm just like, oh, it just makes me cringe. So the most of this I, like, I really like. It's okay. actually, it reads pretty well. That's like your highest compliment for yourself. I'm not embarrassed by it. It doesn't suck as much as I thought it might. Yeah. Um. So. Then the yeah. Imperial Palace shows up. The flying space egg shows up. Big splash page. Look at the side. Look at the splash this page. This is like a Simon Fraser splash for sure. Yeah. We've got weird perspectives. We've got mm -hmm. big landscapes, teeny tiny people, and yeah. flanks of soldiers. 
I like it. It's very good. Thank you. It's very good. I think this is the first first big splash mm -hmm. after the after the opening two pager. This is the first big splash. I did. Yeah, and there are a lot of splashes it in this in the in the Romanov dynasty. The, yeah, it became a signature again. Spoilers, but in a few pages, we're going to yeah, see yeah. some oh, some good yeah, ones. Um, but this is wonderful. Approaching the two palaces, facing off mm. here, um, and we get some beautiful chess horse action. They look really good here. Thank you. Yes. I think this is the thing. Like, this is a six-page a week comic, and we devoted two pages to a splash page. That's it's very decadent. It's very decadent. But we could do that because we were doing seven pages, seven panels. You were doing so many panels. So there's and that was Robbie's innovation, or is that something you came yeah, up with together? That's, that's, that's Robbie. Think, I don't know. I think we, we. I don't know if it was Robbie specifically, or I just came up with it. Because I think I was very into, I mean, still I'm very into European comics at the time. And European comics can go up to like nine panels a page, sometimes 12 panels a page. They're drawing huge original artwork, and their sizes are quite large pages. But still, they get a lot done. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was that was what was that would what was would dis distinguish us from the rest of 2000 AD, and also the influences because you know Dante was influenced by other comics, um, specifically though the comics that had preceded 2000 AD, things like the Trigon Empire, and Dan Dare. Um, which had quite high panel counts too, so we, we were consciously referring back to that that style. Um, though I'm not um, Frank Hampson or Ron Embleton or Don Lawrence, God God save me, I, I'm never not even close to that guy. But I'm trying to to sort of harken back to that era of British comics. Mm. So hence the higher panel count, and periodically we just go for some kind of big. I'm big definitely big. feeling the 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 Bond Desine here as well. Desine. Desine. Why do I always do that? I just can't. It's a it's a brain flip, um, and and we see here the the yelling skull on the belt, yeah. the angry skull dripping from the belt. You said you got rid of that. I did. Yeah, it was. But it's still here. It's still there. It's yeah. still there. It's still early on there. All right. Um, so here, a couple of like there's a couple of like Romanov eagles over there getting shot. Getting at. shot at. Oh my god! I didn't oh, notice that. That's great. Yeah. Oh, it's sad. Yeah, Careening down too. there. So. Um, the czar shows up here yeah. in rather extravagant fashion Indeed. on one of his floating platforms. Floating platform. Is he even the czar if he's not on a floating platform? That's my question. Um, in a very, very fabulous purple robe. And yeah. he yeah. is flanked by some of his um, scarlet... Scarlet Wraiths. Scarlet Wraiths. And there's a couple of Ravencore there. Right. And some concubines or something in the background there. Yes, yes, for sure. I designed this stuff to look like, it was actually designed after specific Russian costumes. Oh, that's cool. Of the actual Tsar Nicholas or something. You I did think. some research. I, I bought a book. Wow. A book Back when it was hard to do research, you had to buy books. You, buy books. you couldn't know. just like Google the internet, it. Before the internet, it was yes. books. And I bought a couple of books about Imperial Russia. Yeah. Which I still have. And I have ruthlessly mind them from are they well thumbed through yeah, those books ragged, yeah. um so uh you know dante looks kind of like jake gyllenhaal right there as before jake gyllenhaal. i know but he just he really looks like jake gyllenhaal right yeah, there yeah. um so you know we're looking at basically when uh um dimitri gets like weirdly cutesy with dante and is like you know ru rubbing his hair well, giving the, him noogies immediately raised so suddenly, right suddenly they're in they're perched on the edge of war. Right. Um, because the czar is like, that's my, that's my deserter. Yeah. I was going to kill him and then he deserted. It belongs to me. This is right. face off here. And there's some kind of like power politics going on here. Does not seem at all concerned that his daughter's threatened in any way. He doesn't. He <laughs> He's like not, not even aware of it. 
Yeah, he's he's either one of these parents who's like very kind of like proactively um, wishing that their, their their children are like you know autonomous and self. I see, uh, possessed. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, freedom, or he just he doesn't seem to care very much about his kids. It has to be said. Mm. Yeah, that's why to, she's yeah. so independent. Probably. She's very independent. Um, so here we have uh, Captain Arbidov. This is yeah. we had Arbidov who was who was. Um, skinned. It says yeah, his, skinned alive. He was the one that was bled all over the floor. His brother. His brother. Was his brother. Yeah, so and is like, so he is demanding a duel. Yeah. So this is the Tsar playing his his games. So he's like he basically sends Arbitov out to do duel because if Arbitov can kill Dante, that solves the whole problem. Um, I don't know why he thinks this guy is going to be able to kill Dante, seeing as I, how I think it just amuses him. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Because Arbitov's a clown, but yeah. They do like to use the commoners just for like, yeah. not, I mean, I guess it's not a commoner. Sports. He's got some title, but, but the lesser, yeah. the lesser beings are fun yeah. for sport, so right? Just, uh, Dante dispatches him without taking his hands out of his pockets, I don't think. Does he do anything? He just, no, he just like knees, yeah, he yeah, knees he him in the him. chin. Yeah. But what actually happens here is really screwed up um, mm. because he just falls down and I don't think he's dead. No. He just knees him in the in the groin and yeah. then punches him and then he's laying there and then the czar is just like meh and just like shoves him off the floating platform yeah. he's and he's like whatever. Yeah, the people are just yeah, they're just it's pretty ruthless and he basically the 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 one shapeshifter Scarlet Wraith basically volunteers his girlfriend yeah. to to take out Dante. Yes. Which is nice. She doesn't even say anything. He's no. just like, no, she'll do it. She'll do it, yeah. Because she's totally like... <laughs> He's like, oh, thank you for giving up your lover. And again, she like says nothing. Or no, she says, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for her. Um, I wish she opted into this. I mean, I guess. Does anyone opt into this kind of rule, though? I don't, I don't know if we enough got... I don't remember how much of the Scarlet Wraiths we got later mm. on. I haven't... We'll have to go back and work that one out because I don't... But, like, never mind, because Jenna's in a really low-cut, gorgeous lace top. Yeah. So let's just take that in. Yeah, there you go. She looks great. Um, And then on the next page... Yay! Uh, not to be outdone, because as you've told me in the past, the yeah. the sexual object in this comic series is not the lovely ladies of this comic, of which there are many. It is yes. Dante. Dante himself, yeah. So we have Dante spread out on a sort of a... Weird it's, it's a Christ, device. Christ pose? Uh, it's a Steranko device. This is a, this, it's a quote of uh, Nick Fury comic that right. Steranko drew back in the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was in the script. It's like a Steranko thing. Um, and he's basically spread out in his machine yes. uh, naked. That's just um, tastefully covering his yeah. bits, yeah, his, his lower bits. And he's smoking a stogie and, and being um, very, very, very hairy, hairy guy. Hairy man. I don't think it had ever been done. I wasn't aware of people doing body hair. Very yeah. Much. I mean, I think maybe Judge Dredd's got a little He's bit. got pit hair. Yeah. He's got a treasure trail. He's got hairy thighs. Yeah. He's hairy all over. It's kind of great. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's being reviewed by just some guy, I guess. No, that's, what's his name? That's, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, elder brother. Oh, okay. I forget his name. Is that Constantine? Yeah, it's Constantine. Okay. Constantine. I took notes from he's later. Named. At this point, but you'll get the name later. Yes, I, that's why so I know Const- it. <laughs> so Constantine is basically telling him what he can do, and also telling him about her. The, right. The so crest. here's where we get the the debut the of the Reppin's crest. crest. Cresty's coming yes. in and talking, and just sassing Dante right. from moment one. Right. 
Right. Which is so great. So I'll tell you something now, which I, I didn't discover until right at the end. Mm-hmm. So, see, in my mind, the Weapons Crest had a, a voice somewhat between Zen from Blake 7 and Higgins from Magnum P.I. I don't know Magnum P.I. Oh, okay. Well, I, anyway, it was a popular TV show. I do know Zen, though. Right, Zen. Yes. So it's like somewhat mechanical, slightly condescending. Right. Sort of butler voice. Yes. Uh, but male. But male, yeah. And right at the end of this, we discover that Weapons Crest is a female voice. And I'm like, what? You didn't tell me that until right at the oh, end. Oh, interesting. So I'm like that because I had to wait. Anyway, we'll get to that. But Okay. Like, with that point. That's I'm, interesting. So I, that I becomes important later that. for your process. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. So the Crest is sassing him right yeah. from the beginning. Right. Um, which is basically like, I didn't talk to you before now because you were, you're pathetic. Yes, basically. <laughs> Just fabulous. It. And then we get some library porn. Library action. It's yeah. so gorgeous. This is amazing. If you went up and down to the bottom of that spiral staircase, you would vomit. It I mean, so big. there's a lot of stairs there. A lot of stairs. Um, was this based on any real libraries? Or is this uh, just fantasy library? Uh, no, at that time I hadn't been to. There's the big libraries in Vienna, which I visited later on in my life. Uh, were kind of like that but I hadn't seen a library like that at the time so no I just made that up these floor-to-ceiling windows looking out onto the mountains it's just oof I love it I want to go um so Dante's there because he is after after being removed from the Stranko machine he is clothed and he is looking up his family history the crest is leading him there as he's trying to figure out who his dad is right um and this very fetching woman enters the frame Indeed. wearing very little clothing very little clothing yes yeah. she's basically a thong a see-through sort of drape yeah. um and some thigh-high boots yeah and a bustier that's all yeah. all she wrote yeah it's it's yeah her agenda is straightforward it's yeah it's pretty clear yeah and she Dante Dante thinks she's a librarian but she's already got her butt spread over the like ancient books so maybe not a librarian (laughs) maybe she's a librarian she's just not very good at it she's a terrible librarian but she does it with style (laughs) Um, and so they of course predictably start making out and then she turns into vagina dentata with tentacles Cthulhu dentata indeed so this Did is it say straight... Cthulhu Dentata no, in the didn't. brief? It just said it was a... But this is a straight ripoff of uh, a Dan O'Bannon and Mobius comic called The Long Tomorrow, um, which we do utterly shamelessly. And as you'll discover as we go through this, uh, ripping off things is we do without shame. Cool. Or Robbie does without shame. I just, right. I just do what I'm told. Um, but yeah, yeah, don't you call it homage when it's without shame? Like when you sure. credit it? Let's call it homage. Call it yeah, homage. It's, it's homage. Um, yeah. So Did yeah, you have fun drawing this? Yes. I was a violent I was, vulva. I was laughing my ass off as I was drawing. I bet you were. <laughs> I, I think mean, there were some questions asked of whether they could actually show that. I bet because it's very anatomically correct, except Thank for you. the weird eyeballs on either side yeah. and the teeth. Yeah. And the tongue, He's got tongue. everything else, uh, yeah. also not the tentacles. No. Well, you know. Um, but wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could I could I name I this. I could name parts of this. I'm sure. I, I think I had a conversation with the colorist about this. And she said, <laughs> do you want me to color this up like it looks? I went, yep. Oh, she, she really like, went for it, too. Oh, God. She did this a great job. Allison? Allison, yes. Allison, Allison really did an amazing job on this. this whole bravo. Thing. Allison was just. Firing on all cylinders for this story. This, this is great. great. She had a lot of fun with this. You this, can tell. So Look great. at this. 
is. Ugh, so you good. you really got to see this, guys. You gotta you gotta yeah. find this comic. Um, shameless, shameless. Wow. Uh, smart. And we get like a whole page of fighting with this monster, yep. and yeah. then of course it's revealed that it is the Scarlet Wraith. Yeah. And um, they tussle. Yes. Um, tussling just happens. And my one of my favorite lines from the weapons crest in this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, perhaps you overestimated your appeal to the opposite sex, or perhaps you just get the kind of women mm. you deserve. <laughs> Overlaying the sh- the wraith has become a mantis monster yes. right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's wonderful. Mm. It's yeah. really great. Um, and and Dante has had about enough of it. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, my f- uh, this is also really great. I'm sh- this is this is Robbie's writing that I think mm-hmm. that he's fighting the shapeshifter and the shapeshifter is just shapeshifting its right, body around, right, the yeah, around the blade. Yeah. I have never seen that, and I don't know why because it's really smart. Yeah. If you're playing in a sci-fi universe with a shapeshifter, why wouldn't the shapeshifter just be like, "Whoop! No, now I got a hole in the middle mm-hmm. where you're trying to stab me." It's genius. Yeah, I mean, it's possibly influenced by the Terminator Two. Ah, uh, T one thousand. Sure, um, but that yeah, makes sense. I mean, we rip off. It's great. From everybody. Well, I listen. I'll, I was all ready to credit it to you, so hey. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever. It wasn't done that way by the T two. No, never. This is really cool. Um, so more fighty, and then Dante makes a huge entrance, crashing through the windows. Yeah, because glass in the future is like sh- it just like shatters. If you run against it, it just shatters, and people <laughs> fall through windows all the time. Even in like massive skyscrapers. Yeah. That's a thing. So he's falling down and manages to cushion his fall by grabbing onto a convenient flagpole flag. And um, manages to drop in. Meanwhile, the reluctant assassin uh, lover of the Scarlet Wraith um, meets her end. Morales, yeah. Yeah. Morales, right. Yeah, so Pyre holds that against Dante forever, I think. Right. That's, that's whole Even though, really, it's like you volunteered her no, up. Seriously. Like, mm, douche. like... You volunteered her for a, a, a mission where she gets killed, and it's like you blame and- her, like... I know I've talked in the past about how um, Dante talks about like people getting people's pants off, but right here, he's saying I had to kiss that monstrosity as well. Not even the sickest pervert in the empire should have to endure that. So, I mean, he may just be trying to get it. He's trying to get it at Pyre. At Pyre. But, like, also, so maybe maybe he is just a a human-based lover. Uh, it's a good point. I yeah, mean, I don't know. It's hard I don't to know. Tell. He's definitely in boots. He's definitely like trying it. to get as at him. As soon as he's got yeah. his arms spread out like that, he's in. Is that the liar mo- mode? <laughs> if you find Dante doing that arm spread thing, it's almost certain that he's bullshitting. And that—that's what you were doing on purpose. Um, he's no, blow. That I, was the bloviating pose. I realize in retrospect that's kind of what he was doing. So if I ever see you with your arms out when you're talking to me, you're full of crap. Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what you should take from that. Um, so then Pyre gets really upset and tries to kind of like choke Dante some. Yeah. While we have this wonderful little back and forth between the Tsar and Dimitri mm-hmm. about um, diplomacy. Yes. Where they're like, well, your people tried to kill my people. My people tried to kill your people. But surely we had nothing to do with it in directing it. It was just our very, very dedicated people yeah, that love just, us and fight for so us. so awesome that people and will throw themselves to their deaths. We'll to, call to it a draw. Yes, okay. But Which Pyre, is great. Pyre's not having any of that shit. He's, I mean, he doesn't kill Dante, so... Yeah. He, he he has some of it, but not all of it. He wants to. Yeah, you can yeah. Feel that. 
And now we got our next big splash page that I love. My favorite splash page. This is beautiful. We are in uh, Rudenstein. Rudenstein, yes. Rudenstein. This is Rudenstein. This is a gorgeous... This is gorgeous. I would thank you. Yeah. I was very happy with this. Again, and I know Allison, I'm biased. And Allison did a tremendous job. As your, as your wife, I'm biased. But well, this is beautiful. And my God, her coloring is gorgeous. So good. It's just golden hour yep. all day long yep. all over this page. Beautiful. She nailed it so hard. And she's just watercoloring all of this. Yes. It's all watercolor. I can't. I know. Just like bent over a page. Yeah. Watercoloring. Hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours, I, and hours. Wow. Yeah, I know. Incredible. Really uh, where are the are there water? Did she she was working with copies? I guess was she, she watercoloring photocopies? They photocopied the line work onto our watercolor paper, and then she painted them. To Does she the still have those? I think I have them. Oh God, um, we have to find I them. Think they were stacked up, and I think they were sent back to me at some point. I have to work. In, I have to look okay. into this. Too. I don't want to digress. Meta gaming, yeah. but anyway, sorry, but on. my God, I, yeah, it's I amazing. They're beautiful. Um, I'd love to get that framed at some point. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, so we're seeing uh, Rudenstein, yeah. um, the isolated fiefdom of the Romanov dynasty, Indeed. and we see Dante coming in and uh, being a white knight for this um, yeah. lady in distress yeah. who is being attacked by some toughs. Mad Max-ish toughs. Mad Max-ish toughs. Yes. And Futuristic roustabouts. Her name is Tamara, yeah. we find out. Yep. And... Uh, she kind of tries to bow to him because she notices his crest mm -hmm. and he's like, don't do that. I'm not into humility. So again, we're kind of learning Dante's yeah. sexual preferences as he's, <laughs> as he's talking to this poor, like abused woman. He's like, yes. babe, I'm not into, I'm not yeah. into the groveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so everything's in you, but he's in a fabulous new outfit as well. Dante is in a cape. He's got crest chain oh, on true. his cape. That's, yeah, that's his first. That's this first is the first time, time the we're seeing this. First time we've seen the outfit. Yeah, and he seems very proud of himself. The cape didn't last long, mm. um, but the the outfit definitely. That, like, that became the, the outfit. Variations on that because I, I modified it and improved it over the years. But yeah, that's basically the Dante costume from then on. Right. Yeah. So they've decided to give him some nice clothes as he's going out to represent the family. Yeah, this is his first mission. It is his first mission. And then we find out um, some backstory mm -hmm. uh, about where he's going and what it's like out there. So mm -hmm. uh, this is the um, the outlaws, um, uh, the Karazin yeah. house became outlaws because they started producing a drug that's basically like super meth. Yeah. Um, that gives them super strength. You have to remember this is the 90s, so super drugs were a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, they still are. It's like designer drugs, but you know. Doing stories where people like get superpowers from drugs. From so drugs like, was a big definitely a 90s deal. Thing. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because um, I was thinking like this is like the drug version of the biomech. Like they're basically giving themselves superpowers, but it's tied to, I mean, you know, they've got like a biomech Right. rough around his neck yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like it's crude yeah it's not augmentation's a big deal augmentation got it okay so basically um so he's on this drug chert that they mm. manufacture yep. and they are leading this poor out outpost with a iron fist mm -hmm. and they sent one of their children arcady out to try and deal with it yep. and um he was just captured yes. by them. So now Dante's going to save yep. him. Dante's going to save Arcady. Yeah. And we've got a really nice panel here of like Dimitri's profile merging wiping, into, sort of just like, yeah. yeah, merging into a sunset. Rudenstein. Rudenstein. Yes. 
It's very seventies kind of trippy. I, I was pleased with that. Yeah, it's yeah. really nice. Um, you really liked drawing Rudenstein. It was enjoyable. I hadn't really just done anything like that before. It was fun to do the kind of like really degraded and kind of like chaotic nonsense. It's was fun. it based on anywhere? Um, I mean, I was living in Italy at the time, and some parts of, I mean, some parts of certainly Napoli are disaster area. Honestly, but like oh boy, nightmarish. But um, yeah, not specifically anywhere, but this kind of like city built of like dilapidated wood buildings. Um, I kind of built it up from scratch, like thinking, how would it be, like platforms and stuff. I'm getting a little Ewok village vibe yeah, too. Yeah, I was thinking that too. It's like maybe it's a little bit Ewoky. Yeah, that's true. okay. That's yeah. some good. That's some good production design it's there. You know, evil, evil Ewoks. Yes. Well, the Ewoks are evil. They were. That, they were true. trying to eat people. It's like it's true. little I mean, there's, little there's noticed a, about them. There is a video game of Ewoks, and they are terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Um, um. So we anyway. have here uh, Tamara basically. Um, oh yeah, we have this great little moment where she basically says like, you know, please free my husband and my people and I'll give you my body. Uh, and oh, by the way, I realize it would be your right to have my body anyway, because you're a member of the dynasty. Yeah. And Dante says, that's no one's right. So Dante is. This is where we discover that Dante has some kind of nobility. Right. So we, d we were joking before about D Dante not having boundaries in sex, but he does. Yeah, he does. And consent uh consent is an important boundary for him in terms of sex but this is this is also you know she's powerless in this yeah so even though she's consenting he's like nah that's not really no, consent not because yeah because he likes them to, to fight right fight back yeah or something i don't know so he's basically like i'm gonna free everybody yeah i'm gonna I'm gonna... this is this is kind of like the second level we've done the the, the family building and <laughs> now we're doing like this is who Dante actually is. You push him into a corner and this is how, this is his kind of like, so that's this who Dante, by now, by the end of this, we've kind of come to Dante as a fully developed character in a way, because we've seen that he does have some kind of principles and he's not just like a ruthless opportunist. Right. Um, and that kind of carries through to the end. And of course the snarky crest has something to say about that. Of course. Because Snarky Crest, because is, snarky crest is gonna snark. That's Virtuous behavior from you is most unexpected, Dante. <laughs> hmm. Perhaps we'll make a gentleman of you yet. Was that a tease for the gentleman thief coming up? Uh maybe. Is that like a drop? Um, I mean it's whole it's 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 Robbie's whole thesis that yeah. nobility isn't born into anybody. Right. Choose to be noble or not. And uh, noble families are basically scumbags by <laughs> and then, removal. Just as he has this huge noble moment, yes. he we turn and we see what actually goes down in the middle of Rudestein. Rudestein, yeah. And yeah. it's anarchy and these Mad Max guys with chainsaw hands drinking and burning people yeah. and killing people. And he's like, oops. Diavolo. <laughs> Diavolo. Oopsie. Yeah. Yes. And that really, that Dante really looks like you. To me. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that looks girl, like you a lot. Girl, yeah. um, where he's saying that he was reckless to promise freeing the slaves, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. So now he's he's getting a little buyer's remorse there. Yeah, well, you know, mm. careful what you wish for. Indeed, and so then we see Arcady. Yes. Who is? <laughs> how do we describe this character? Um, you know, like an, somebody's annoying little brother who's exactly. putting on airs yeah. and is wet behind the ears, but like thinks he knows everything at 16. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly who Arcadia is. He is. Yeah. 
Um, but Annoying but very twerp. very pompous. Yes. Very much feeling himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so of course Dante jumps in. Mm-hmm. And it knows he's got to rescue him and starts killing. And, you know, to his credit, Arcady gets in there and grabs mm-hmm. a, battle you know, double headed battle axe <laughs> and starts chopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, Dante says backdoor entries aren't his style, which I do not believe. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> you know, we didn't mention in, in the last uh, episode of this, um, we didn't talk about the first instance of seeing the biomech happen. We kind of went right past that. Oh, um, yeah. And that did happen last issue, but we get some great... Mm-hmm. Or last issue, last episode. Yeah, um, uh, but we do get some great shots of it mm-hmm. here. Yep. So we've got some close-up hands turning into swords, biomech. He can make like a polar, uh, like, a, like a staff. Out of mm-hmm. That's true. He can make them any shape, pretty much, right? Pretty much. As long as it's we, a... We kind of variation. We do variations on it over the time. Because uh, then it's do... like a pointed staff here, right. like a yeah. bow. So we can do two at the same time. Right. Um, yeah, we we he didn't. The, the the important thing was to remember that Dante isn't some kind of invincible superhero. He has abilities, but they're limited, and it's important that we realize that he can be beaten. And this is basically the story where we show how hard Dante can be beaten, um, because it's important to realize that he actually has. You know, there's, he's not. He doesn't get it for free. Right. Well, and that makes him more compelling that he right. throws himself in the middle of everything exactly. he because be these other folks are so much more invincible than I mean, he it's is. It's hard to kill him, but he can be hurt. Right. Um, and that's what this story is really all about. And of course, Arcady is really taking the piss right now. He is putting the battle axe to Dante's neck and threatening him because he's very jealous of Dante's crest because yes, we find out that, that was... the crest was meant for him. Yes, the crest was supposed to be Arcady's crest. And no. It got to Dante first, and uh, then they stumble upon uh, Lazarev, Mm -hmm. the leader of the Karazan Mm -hmm. family, and his ruff of hypodermics that just seem Mm -hmm. to inject. It's like a a, a Renaissance ruff of hypodermic needles (laughs) that inject Chert into his neck so that he can beat the crap out of people and really Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Wolverine claws as well. He does have, they're, they're sort of like, they, they reminded me of like pincers, like a, like a beetle pincer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they're cheering him on. Mm -hmm. Um, the crowd is cheering him and he's going to force the slaves to fight Mm -hmm. to the death. Yeah. Um, and this is his entertainment, and mm-hmm. we get a great. I love, I love that this guy here is like the the hapless slave with the dungarees on. It's like that's the guy who's going to fight him. Like... And he's still wearing his glasses, yeah, and he's, yeah, he's just, it's he's, it's a sad little assortment. They don't have shoes, most of them. And now he's like trying to fight to the death. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Yeah. Um. So they rush at them with like their little sad pointy weapons, and he yeah. unleashes the fury. And we see yeah. right into his throat as yeah. he opens up his mouth to, yeah. to scream. Yeah, uh, that. Yes, shouty, shouty man. He is a shouty man. Um, so uh, then we see him take these poor mm-hmm. slaves apart, and we get some really good body horror here from you in this upper mm-hmm. panel. We mm-hmm. see my nightmare, my recurring nightmare: teeth flying out of someone's gums. Yes. Um, yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah, I can 
I can hear the sound of those blades on his hands knocking into those teeth, and I don't like it. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's all right. I apologize for giving you nightmare I mean, fuel. It's, it really is nightmare fuel. Hmm. Any Anyone who's listening that has that teeth nightmare knows what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. It's a bad one. So we're yep. seeing people get just disfigured and decapitated, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Dante is basically saying, hold off on strike attack, mm-hmm. strike attacking because yeah. Arcady, is it Arcady? Arcady, Arcady. Arcady is like, let's just firebomb everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's call down the strike. And he's like, no, 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 let's wait and free the slaves. Mm-hmm. And Arcady's like, what? Mm-hmm. Why would we free the slaves? Who gives a shit about slaves? Like, and let's, let's also bear in mind that Dante has his hair tied back right now. He does. That's true. That's another, another indication. It's business Dante. Dante. It's business Dante. And like when did long, he do that? Just this story. It's the first time he's done it. Okay. Yeah. Did, when he arrived in town, did that? No, no. I, well, maybe he was when he first arrived. When he, he first doing, arrived. He yeah. Hospital. When he's talking to. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Yeah. His hair's tied back. Yeah. He means so business. Business Dante is hair tied Listen, back. Listen, yeah. as you know, it's very difficult to work with hair in your face. Yeah. Did it say in the script that his hair was tied back, or did you? No, that's me. That's yeah. you. Because I had long hair at that point, so I, I, could see. Work, I worked that out. I was like, oh, we need to do that because otherwise he's not going to be doing a fight. Yeah, fights. we have a lot of discussions in our in our home about how you're going to tie your hair back now that it's grown long. It's a big factor of my life. Yeah. Um. So, uh, then basically, unfortunately, Arkady uh calls down the strike. Yeah. Early, Dante's like. Oh, this it. kid um and he runs out to try and save tamara and tamara drops dime on dante yep, and is like please don't kill my husband that guy over there is a romanov and he snuck in and i helped him sneak in and lazarev kills him anyway yeah cuts his head off anyway because the one who was making kombucha that was her husband was see it? the oh, overalls no, it was overall man that was overall man see that's why you that. noticed him oh, gosh, in the back okay. of your mind you remembered yeah. that's the one that's gonna get killed sorry kombucha man i know i apologize that's so sad sorry for destroying family. Um, yeah and then um you know the light the <laughs> the spotlight turns on dante <laughs> who's sneaking around the back there <laughs> And um, we get, I love this panel, by the mm. way. This is beautiful, um, of Dante facing off with the advancing. Um, I remember where I was when I drew that uh, what, what? I'm, I'm flipping back to remember their name. Car, what are they, the cars? Karatsun, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they come across a rope bridge because rope bridges have to exist. Um, but I remember drawing that. I was, in, I was sitting in a park in Frascati in Italy, uh, drawing the park because I was fed up being inside all day. So I sat in the park and drew. And these kids came up and I started, they started talking to me about it. And they were like, oh, if you met the blah, blah, they're in Italian. So I had a conversation with them kind of in Italian, which I was very proud of. Was that one of your early having conversations with random people in Italian yes, moments? it was very early well, on. Well, that's and very I, cool. You know, people will talk to you if you're doing something like drawing, especially mm-hmm. kids, which is quite nice. That's very cool. Fun. Yeah. Um, and so Dante goes at it with these guys does yeah. pretty well cuts the bridge yep cuts the ropes in the bridge everybody falls and does a swinging thing on a chain I think yep and then starts the fighting yep and fighty 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 fighty, fighty but he's fight. losing he's losing because he's, he's losing he's getting more. he's getting swarmed okay. and then this huge blast yep energy blast comes through yep and, and destroys, destroys everybody but except Dante Dante that's some careful targeting. Well, isn't it because they they can't 
Can they use their weapons against each other? Or is it like you can't kill a Romanov well, with this? Well, he did. This? He just killed the, the twins, remember? Oh, that's right. He did kill the twins. So they can do that. So yeah, they can hurt each other, but somehow he magically manages to not hurt Dante. Because Constantine is kind of like badass. And then we meet the whole family. So we get a double splash page again. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, so we have... Bios and everything. Yeah, we've got like little um, info files on Mm -hmm. each of these folks. Mm -hmm. So we have Constantine who uh, can generate fusion energy mm-hmm. comparable to greatest Imperial war machines. Right. So that's that blast we yeah. just saw, yeah, saved Dante. Why all the skulls are lying around. And then there's Lulu, seductive beauty, who can create cybernetic entities, which devour their prey in swarms. I can't remember. The, I don't think I had her in a pantsuit at any other time. Yeah, remember. she's wearing... She's like wearing... Yeah. Like she's wearing her Capri, fighting pants. Capri pants. Yeah, oh, nice and she's eyes. got like a utility belt. Yeah. She she is looking very different to how we see her. Yeah, she did um, wear that again. I, I think I did more later on. It was more lacy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Lulu became such a pain they asked to draw. Here, yeah. I'd lot, I'm not even doing the bug monsters. Look, they're just kind of like stuff flowing out of her hands. Yeah, it's later kind of on, like a, a stream more, with little yeah. bits in it. Yeah, later on, it became much more complicated and much more of a pain they asked to draw. Well, you were having more fun with it and also making life hard for yourself. That's all the story of my life. Okay. Um, and then this is my favorite, Victor, mm-hmm. the lone wolf who nobody knows what the hell he does. He just stands there in a trench coat and a hat. That is the longest gag that Robbie ever laid out. I haven't, I don't think I've seen the end of it yet. You haven't seen the end of it yet. So, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's I'm the, excited. It took the longest time to pay off. He basically said Jean Reno from. Uh, That's what I was going to say. He exactly, looks like yeah. the professional. But he wanted, Robbie specified he wanted him to look cool like Jean Reno. And I didn't. I made him look dorky like Jean Reno. Because I like the idea of this guy, like dorky guy with a coat, just standing around. So that's why that he has light, like light denim kind of color. Yeah, he just, well, he's just not cool. And I, I just like this guy's like, and people asking the question like, what is going on with that guy? Allison. And they're doing that for literally, he does that for years. Amazing. This is, we, we take so long to respect. pay off this. I mean, I respect a good payoff. Um so then we have Andreas, Andreas yay. who is also a seducer. I like yeah. the, I like yeah. the, you know, we have the lady seducer. We have the dude seducer. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's not gendered. Um, and, uh, but specifically widows and heiresses. Yeah. Like he's very picky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he has bio blades, which also generate an energy field. So yeah. it's not just like throwing blades. It's like he can create a giant blade. Yeah, like a sheet blade. Right, yeah. um, and we're seeing him chop off at least three heads here. And it says here, possibly decapitated 27 men with a single blade. And then Natasha, who we just called Nastasia, who we just call a bitch. We call a bitch. <laughs> just, just, she's a bitch and she literally spits venom that yeah. will melt your face. Yeah. Um, yeah, it yeah. says she can make any of her body fluids venomous, yeah. which is a horrifying thought. It feels like we could have done more with her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's pretty... Awesome. I mean, I'm I'm already thinking of, like... I'm thinking back to, like, the dentata and, like, yeah, fluids, just, and this is even, just... Don't even go there. We didn't go there. I don't think we... we didn't, I just did, went there. Did, you went there. I don't think we went there in the store. I don't think... I didn't draw it. I didn't draw any Oh, boy. Okay. Well, we'll find out together. Um, We'll find out together. And so they come in. They lay waste, as the Romanov kids like to do. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the Umbrella Academy, but evil. Yeah. Um mm, they yeah, is. they really are. Um They're nasty. It's great. Um and then of course Dante discovers that Tamara is dead. 
Yes. With her headless husband. Indeed. And he's very upset about this. Even though she totally betrayed him, he gets it. Yep. And is very sad and mourns her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then gets very angry and screams at people. And basically, we get our duel. Yeah. The duel that was teased at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, we actually get here. Dante pulls a glove out and slaps Lazarev across the face and says, I challenge you to a duel, sir. And Lazarev doesn't give a crap about that. Lazarev is excited. He's straight up excited to fight again because he yeah. takes more chert. And as is mentioned, he enjoys pain. So he is we're loving this. That. Yeah, and they are fighting. Uh, yeah, he says uh, the the crest gives him a, a long rundown of how it works and says, "Give me that in scumbag language." Says yes. Dante, he enjoys pain. Yeah, um, which is wonderful. Uh, some great Robbie dialogue in yeah. this. Some great Allison coloring in this, and too. great Allison coloring. Did a great job, especially Lazarov. He looks great. He's really gross. Yes, and creepy. So yes. very well done all yeah. around. Um, yeah. and he has Dante on the ropes. He does. He really has Dante on the ropes. Because Dante hasn't quite understood. He's not listening. Dante doesn't listen. No. And that's something he's going to learn to do later. Well, what's interesting, he he doesn't bring out his blades nearly as much as he could in this fight. And that actually seems to do well for him because then he kind of like sneak attacks blades through Lazarev when Lazarev's distracted. Into it. He is into it. He's even into it when Dante cuts his leg off. Yes. Dante's like, that's so unsettling, Simon. <laughs> I feel like he enjoys pain and you enjoy causing us pain reading this. Because funny. he cuts his leg off and he's like still enjoying yourself. And we get this awful close up where he's. <laughs> Hysterical. Oh, hysterical. oh my God! Listen, doesn't he look? They even chop his head off, and it's he like chop his still, head off, and he's coming. still going. And you're Keep showing going. us this lovely, bloody neck stump. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. is that anatomically correct in there? Uh, in that stump? More or less. Because your dad was a doctor, so yes, and I did. I you did read some, a lot of medical. I'm, I'm roughly aware of how the neck's built, and that's more or less it. This yeah. is one of the things about you and body horror is you actually. You, you really in-depth have Listen, when I was looked young, at how the body works. I used works. to read medical magazines when I was little because they were lying around the house. So I saw lots of not lots at of all things. disturbing. <laughs> and I used to show pictures to my friends. So I remember like Cyclops babies and stuff. I showed like, like birth deformities. And I used to show them pictures to my friends. And like, yeah, look at that. And, like, it's Did this Cyclops. make you popular? Um, I don't know. I maybe made me weird. It made you weird. I think you were already weird. Could but be. that definitely put the button on it. That definitely um, helped. So then we finally get. I was quite pleased with that. The, the head. Lazarus head landing there. He's <laughs> just so happy about it. He's like dead, but no. He really mind. did. He really did die as as he wanted to live. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Think the happiest just, death. I think we did justice to that in the whole series. Frankly. I also like that you drew him in like a weird diaper. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very weird. It's like a sumo diaper. Yeah. yeah it's it's that. it's I weird. To be short and stumpy and a bit kind of. Yeah, it's great. And so then we cut back to the family after this display. (laughs) (laughs) This has even managed to sort of unsettle the Romanovs. Um, And uh, and Lulu is already being creepy with Dante. Mm -hmm. This is one of her first creepy with Dante lines. He moans well. I prefer a man to whimper, but he moans well. well. Okay, yeah. Lulu. Lulu's, yeah. Okay, Lulu's so there. it's not just the tw- toxic twins. 
Hmm. Alexander and Alexandra that are a little... Twisted. A little twisted. A little twisted. It runs in the family. And Dante is just a bloody mess. Yep. But the crowd's cheering for him. Yay. So, uh, Constant... Our bloody mess. Right. Well, Constantine is like, you know what? We'll take the cheers. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes it pays to have a hero in the family. Mm. And Dante says, heroes be damned. There you go. There's another catchphrase. It's amazing that he can actually speak at all because it looks like his teeth are broken. Yeah. He is just ruined. Yep. Um, And then we have this little postscript. Yes. um, At the end where we're back at the Winter Palace. Dante is wonderful that Robbie wrote in the consequences of this beating. Yeah. Even though he has some minor healing ability, we see the complicated mm-hmm. machinery that is required for him to recover from this, yeah. which is great to see stakes yeah. um, and consequences for the I mean, violence. It's important that we all should understand that Dante is not is, is nothing like the equal of his brothers and sisters. Right. They, any of them could take him down. Yeah. Um, he's really just there in sufferance. Just because he's just got superpowers doesn't mean he's that powerful. Right. And then you did a J.J. Abrams lens flare yeah. on the palace. Hey, listen, I don't think I'd ever heard of J.J. Abrams when I did that. <laughs> I don't think that he was a big thing back in 98. I'm pretty sure he copied me. Oh, he copied you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. we'll have to let him know. Yeah, yeah. I'll sue. Um, <laughs> uh, and so the nurse, first mm-hmm. of all, I love that you've drawn this nurse in regular nursing shoes, but she has stockings on, fishnet stockings, with her normal flattener shoes. <laughs> well, listen, proper shoes are important. Why would she wouldn't be doing like nursing stuff with stilettos on? That's silly. But the, but the the fishnets are totally fine. She likes to, listen. She likes she, she likes friends for herself. She does it for herself. Oh my god! Feel, feel Those good. are not to code. Um. Yeah, so anyhow, listen, she's private. She we're, can do what she wants. We're in, that's true. She is a private nurse. She's mm-hmm. private for the Imperials. So yep. fair enough. Yeah. Um. So uh, he's on the floaty bed and the f- uh, just as he's getting down with this nurse yeah. and convincing her that he is well enough mm-hmm. to perform, his little couch gets flipped over by mm-hmm. Dimitri. Yeah. Dimitri uh, has a little conversation with him, yeah. fires the nurse. Mm-hmm. No, well, fires her Same. from Dante. Yeah, Only right. male medics will see him now. Um, and they have a chat mm-hmm. about dante's place in the family family, and he's kind of mad that he killed lazarev Mm -hmm. um and dante is arguing with him that maybe he did it to to be powerful Mm -hmm. because i guess he's trying to like trying to work it he's trying to like sell it but dimitri's like please uh, you're not fooling me kid and then he's like well i'm gonna build up the economy to rob them later says dante this is dante's (laughs) idea of of, like economic theory yeah. It's like basically trickle down economics. That's that's what Dante believes in. Well, no, because um because Dimitri's basically saying you lower their taxes and put beneficial reforms in place and Dante's like I'm just building them up so that I can rob them yes. more, which is very unconvincing. Yeah. And um he's swearing he can be scary like Dimitri and Dimitri's like no. Yeah, right. And then the only thing that Dante sells is that he wants to kill Dimitri. Mm-hmm. And that seems to soften Dimitri well, yeah, towards him because... can relate to that. Yes. I mean, we um, all want to kill Dimitri, really. 
Yes. Let's face it. Um, but the the reason he gets bloodthirsty for Dimitri yeah. is very interesting. Yeah. And you actually, in our last episode, you sort of teased that a little mm-hmm. bit, I realize now yeah. reading through yeah. this, mm-hmm. where we find out Dimitri is, he says, stop your searching. I am your father, yeah. Luke. Yeah. And um, he's laughing about it. And he's laughing about Dante's mom. Yeah. Hey, folks. Just cutting in for a minute to let you know we're about to discuss the sexual assault of Dante's mother. Big plot point, but if you'd rather skip this part of the discussion, go ahead and fast forward a minute and 40 seconds. And he basically says that he had to take her down a few pegs because she was so fiery and arrogant. And he had to break her and says, you didn't think you were conceived out of love, did you? Yeah. So Dante gets very upset because he's basically, he's basically just. And I think a lot of things make sense to him suddenly. Yeah. Sudden realization like, oh, this is why my mother. Yeah. This is why my mom was kind of conflicted about me is because she was raped by this guy, which is really intense. Yeah. It's a hard realization. Is rape something that comes up a lot in 2080? Uh, I'm not aware of it. Was a story point? No, really. Because no. I feel like it doesn't come up a lot in in this way in a lot of comics I've read. No, um, I mean, I'm not aware of another character being born out of rape. Right, and talking about someone. Yeah, um, I mean, used not... used to threaten people, sure, but like yeah. the the com- the and complexities like, of girlfriends get fridged or something. Yeah, but like this happened to my mom, and that's why we have a weird relationship. Is yeah. like pretty sophisticated storytelling yeah. unusual I mean, it makes her a much more interesting when she eventually appears she's been like foreshadowed so heavily by this whole story we know a lot about her or her story before we see her it's really intense well and of course it has the added benefit of then we all want to kill dimitri yeah i mean um, wanting to kill dimitri is pretty much a definition of humanity at this stage because yeah he has no redeeming features at all yeah um we kind of find out later that he's basically some kind of incel nerd, but that's, you know. So listen, that's unsurprising. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, he he does soften on Dante here because finally Dante convinces him that he's bloodthirsty because he wants to kill him. Right. Um, and he responds to that. He yeah. likes that because he says that he's bred ruthlessness into his children. Mm-hmm. And that's... Well, psychopathy. That's... Yeah. We'll make a Romanov out of you yet, he says. Charming. And Dante says, welcome to the family. Yeah. And that is the end yeah. of the Romanoff Dante. dynasty. Dante's, this is Dante now at his final stage. He's, oh, I've done all the development up to this point. It's like, I'm pretty happy with how he looks at this point. So yeah. This is exactly You're talking he, about his development in terms of how you drew in him. In terms of drawing him, yeah. He's, yeah. he's completely 100% Dante at this stage now. There's no kind of like weird wobbliness. Mm-hmm. I, I've got it now. I've completely nailed it. Yeah. It only took me about a year, I think. <laughs> <laughs> wow, is that how, is that what this represents? What we've just gone through is about a year. Oh, maybe maybe more. I don't know. Um, yeah, possibly about a year. Wow. I wasn't very quick. Um, well, any thoughts? Um, pretty happy with that. Come yeah. there's a lot of world building to be done. Um, a lot of talking for a 2008 story. It's pretty talky. Yeah. Um, there's some horrifying violence interspersed there just to keep people awake. It's a really good, like, I feel like if I, if I wanted to, to get someone hooked on Dante, I might give them this, yeah. a collection of this. Okay. So I feel like it's kind of got it all in there. Hopefully. The, the weird family 
czar wars kind of intrigue and then the you know i mean the whole thing was to lay down as much stuff as possible so that we could pull back on it later and some of the threads that were laid down like like um like victor those were long long threads but you know robbie just wanted to get as much stuff down so that we could work with it as we went so that's the clay the clay's all in the room at this stage mm -hmm. and basically everything else could be fed in or worked with later and that was like then that became a lot more story than even we expected so yeah pretty happy with that well i think you should be and i am excited to get to next week what's next week um so we're closing the book on dante for today but we will be back next week with russia's greatest love machine oh which is a standalone six pager oh boy drawn by chris weston so the first yeah. thing we're reading space boy as he wanted to be known for various reasons well, we'll get into that we'll next into, week. We'll and um, a standalone six-pager, and then also The Gentleman Thief, Gentleman which is Thief. the next chunk we're yes. reading. Yes. Um, and that's found in Prague's 1066 through 1070. We hope you enjoyed our podcast, and if so, please subscribe to it. Follow us on Twitter at PodTGDR. Let us know what you think of the podcast, of Dante, comics, whatever's on your mind. I'm Edie. I'm Simon. And we will catch you next time. Bye.